Hello, everyone. Ma'ayang Adlao. Welcome back to Philippine Extin Wellness. In our last episode, we spoke with Bea Lasaka of Funk Roots and Philippine All-Stars and Adrian Ace Harberta of Master Movements, who spoke to us about breakdancing and wellness. Have a listen if you're interested. Our opening and closing track for season two is Help Me by Richie. For this month's episode, Philippine Excellent Wellness is excited to present Hair, Beauty, and Self-Care with Sherry Young, a talented hairdresser, makeup artist, and DJ in training. I am Cheryl Sampson Ramirez. My chosen pronouns are she, her, sha. I'm ethnically Visayan and Chinese, currently streaming from the traditional territories and still living Chumash, Tongva, and Kich people, colonially known as Los Angeles. Philippine X in Wellness's vision is to support the wellness of the Philippine X community through resource sharing, podcast streams, and partnerships with professionals and organizations in order to live healthier, happier, and more fulfilling lives. If you're not following us already, please feel free to follow us at Philippine X in Wellness with a P ending with a AX in Wellness on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and on Twitter via the handle at Philippine X, the letter N, the word well, followed by the letters N and S. We honor this safe space by asking everyone to speak and listen respectfully from your heart throughout our time together. This pre-recorded session can be accessed through our Philippine X and Wellness YouTube channel and on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe and follow us. As always, we'll be sure to share any questions that you have sent us via our Instagram stories beforehand within our episodes. Please keep in mind that anything that's discussed is for informational and educational purposes only, is not meant to be medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare practitioner for your particular condition, especially before starting any exercise or new health program. Philippine X in Wellness was formed to provide a dialogue around topics that affect the wellness of our community. We're here to, to also highlight Philippine X individuals and organizations that are actively doing wellness work. Without further ado, Today's guest speaker is Sherry Young. Sherry Young is currently working as a hairstylist for over 24 years. She owns and operates the Artform Studio, a hair salon and record store in Highland Park, Los Angeles with her husband, Adrian, for 16 years. We would like to welcome to Philippine X and Wellness for the first time, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hi, how are you? Good, good. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. And for the first time, we're recording and streaming with you um, at the Artform Studio, it looks like, for our viewers yes. to see. It looks like it. It's the our hair salon. Here's my hair dryer right here. And then <laughs> the, the record store <laughs> behind me. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I followed you during the pandemic on Clubhouse, and it was very, very helpful um, as a platform to help me you know, myself get into a better wellness routine. So it was, thank you for having this platform. Uh, you know, you've always been one of our supporters from the start, Sherry, from 
joining us in our sessions and from promoting us um, through your profile or your your presence on Instagram and social media. So it's about time that we have you on and feature you because you've lent us so much support, you know. So, yeah, it's only natural and fitting that we have you on now. Thank you. I'm very honored. We are, too. So something that we always start off with in our episodes is asking our guests, where is your family from in the Philippines through your parents' lineages? And where are you currently streaming from in case that's different from where you reside? Okay, so my mom is from Tarlac in Luzon. And my her father was in, he fought in the war. So he was in the war, World War II. And he was a sergeant. Uh, he helped a lot of, you know, um, Americans during that war, too. He was also, he was given land after the war. He was also a POW at the Bataan March. So wow. he had relocated his whole family to Ilocosur. So my mom can speak Ilocano also, as well as Tagalog. Okay. And then... Yeah, my dad is from Nueva Sija in Luzon, and okay. I am currently streaming from Los Angeles, California, here in Highland Park, Los Angeles. Nice. We're like we love having guests from different regions in the Philippines, and I'm more intrigued by the history on your mom's side. Um, the Bataan Death March is documented in history, and to actually hear that your grandfather was a sergeant and even a part of that is a really big deal, I think. Huge, huge. When he got land, he was a farmer. So Uh he farmed vegetables, fruits. Um, He was even a healer. Like he was a healer, you know, the guy that everyone went to when it came to massage and healing. So a lot of the times my mom says, like, you remind me of him because you also have like healing hands like if i was if i needed um help with my hands if my hand was like you know sometimes i get arthritis Mm -hmm. and so i'll go to my lolo and my lolo would have like this warm oil he'll warm up some oil and he'll like you know take it in his his hands warm it up and just really massage it into my joints Mm -hmm. and i just remember him having certain types of oils to just straight from his garden you know even when he came to america he still had his own little farm farming spots in his backyard oh i mean we're such an agricultural community really connected to the land just like indigenous people throughout the world i think what's really fascinating in hearing you explain that is that your dad worked sorry your grandfather worked with his hands um, in helping to heal others and in an in a sense you're also working with your hands and you're working with your own oils when you're working in the salon so it seems like it's passed been passed down through another form and you definitely are using it in a different way like through a different outlet definitely um, my mom had always said like you do remind me of of her dad when it comes to healing and and hair doing hair is is like a ritual revival when when people sit in my chair i'm just really kind of feeling the energy that hair has and you know if it feels weighted on a person it's time to you know let go and i do massage scalp therapy massages too when 
my client is in my chair and it's time to cleanse and condition. Um, that's all a part of like how I work as a hairstylist. It's cool to honor your maternal lineage in that way. It's like in a more contemporary way, you're doing your own hilo, except your 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 like medium is through hair and beauty, and, and you know, and so it's it's kind of cool to to see that maintain. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you. Um, let's talk about your origin story a little bit more uh, beyond being under the lineage of doing hilot. And even, um, I, I know that was really fascinating too that you talked about energy work and, and energy in hair. We're gonna get into that hopefully more uh, later in this episode. But how did you get into cosmetology in the first place? When did you know you wanted to do hair and makeup? So, Growing up, I thought I wanted to be a pharmacist, just like my mom. And she would always give me pamphlets on the on my bedside when I would wake up, like senior year. She's like, okay, you're, what are your top three occupations you want to get into? And I said, okay, pharmacy, optometry, and occupational therapy. So those three things, she would... I don't know where she got these pamphlets, but she would put it on my bedside. So when I'd wake up, I'm looking at these pamphlets, trying to figure out, well, what do I want to do? Um, and so she she was a big, big part of my start of my career. I did my sister's hair for school dances, my friend's hair for special occasions, and I always had my hair in different haircut styles throughout college. And my mom saw how much I loved working with people, saw how happy it made me. I was really good at it. And she had told me that she would support me if I went to business school. And she had her own business in the Philippines. She had her own pharmacy in the Philippines, um, as well as my dad. My dad was a mechanic here in LA and he had um, an auto body shop here mm -hmm. in LA too. So I come from parents who are entrepreneurs. Right. I, I mean, it's cool that you said you had considered optometry, too, because these frames, if you all are watching on YouTube, <laughs> check out these frames that Sherry always has such amazing frames and, and style. So I'm glad if there's anything that you took from optometry, it's definitely the, the style of frames that you rock for sure. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> blind. I can't see. But I think, <laughs> you know, it's just it helps frame my, you know. Face, you know, I have multiple frames too that I wear throughout. I think, you know, depending on how I wear my hair or what colors I'm wearing. Um, I think during the pandemic, I started wearing my frames more because, you know, didn't want to just, I don't know, it was more protection for me for some reason during the pandemic. Yeah, those blue light blockers are serious for people that are always online or on the computer. So. Very I helpful. hear that. Yeah. And definitely when you're, you're, I'm sure when you're working with clients, right, just to protect your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Helpful. For sure. Um, you know, I really realized after listening to your origin story, or a lot of this, I, I it's really cool for me to hear too, because I've never heard it before. And one thing that I admire about your work is that I've learned that you build self-confidence in your clients and teaching them how to wear their hair naturally. Let's start off with how you walk your clients through wearing their natural curls and waves. 
I didn't realize how wavy, for example, my hair was until you showed it to me during my first appointment with you and encouraged me to embrace it. Maybe share with our audience, how did you find your niche in guiding your clients to wearing their hair naturally? Well, so my kids are half Black and Filipino. And when my first kid was born, you know, her hair wasn't as curly yet. And as she got older, it was getting curlier and curlier. And then I had my second kid. And I, I realized, like, I have a friend who told me, like, Sherry, you really should get into learning more about curly hair. And it was through this company called Diva Curl. And they were based there. They are still based in New York, where you know, if you're in the East Coast and humidity is everywhere, all you can do is wear your hair natural. So I learned a lot from that company um, when it came to curly hair and curly hair styling. So the biggest thing about curly hair was water. And I didn't really wear my hair that curly until I took classes from this company and noticed, I always wondered why my hair was always so much bigger than my sister's hair because my sister's hair is super straight and then I used to get haircuts that had more layers in it and my hair just could never stay like really stick straight so I learned that accepting my curly hair and my daughter's curly hair that it's okay you know to have the hair that we are born with and love it and accept it and know that you know it's just not always going to stay be stick straight, which, you know, we're comfortable seeing a lot of people wearing their hair straight. Um, it's, it's acceptance. And, and it was also other parents that would ask me, like, how do I take care of my kids hair? It's not the same as mine. And I just saw a need for, for that in my, you know, just in my community, you know, I have a lot of Filipino clients also. I have a lot of clients who have curly hair. Their kids are, are different textures than their hair too. So I thought it was it was really interesting to see like, oh, there's more of a need for this type of service. And here, here where I work at Art Forum, all I think every single person that I work with understands how to work with textured hair. I like how you just really allow your clients to embrace their hair naturally if they're willing to go there. I know because in high school, I had friends that would use a flat iron to straighten out their hair. And whenever um, my friend would wear her hair naturally curly, I just always envied it and thought how beautiful it was her hair was. And it's like, here I am. I was in high school trying to get like curly perms and here she is trying to get a flat iron and straighten her hair. It's like, and then just it's, it's as we got older, you know, blow, Brazilian blowouts became more like popular. And maybe I, you could probably explain Brazilian blowouts better than me to our audience that, are, that isn't familiar with that. Yes. Yeah, so what that is, it's a bonding treatment and it makes, it fills all the holes in the hair that, that, um, that can the bonds go into the hair chemically and when you flat iron and straighten the hair it the bonds really get into the hair and makes and it makes it straighter so like there are different ways to chemically straighten the hair um, and it's not something 
I mean, I, I learned how to do it in cosmetology school, but it wasn't something that I was really in tune with. Uh, in fact, actually, I did curlier perms than wanting to do straight perms because it just added, it was instant style. Like people who have curly or textured hair, um, it was instant style. So for me, it was like, wow, this is cool. It's easier to get to the natural type of texture than to fight it for me, at least. Yeah, and it's not to say, I, I also want to step back, it's not to say that having straight hair or straightening your hair in any way is a bad thing. I think what I'm, I'm really just trying to say is that you're probably the first um, person that I've stepped into a salon and, and has told me that, oh, Cheryl, did you know that you have these natural waves? I was like, yeah, you know, I, I did, but I just never knew how to wear them right. I know in high school, my hairstylist back home would say, oh, your hair is like super easy to curl and would be surprised by that. And I think it's because I had that natural wave built into it, but I wasn't like sure how to even wear it, right? It's either you go really curly or you go really straight. So I'm glad that you were able to just, I mean, help me. And I'm sure many other of your clients just also embrace the in-between sometimes. Yeah, it's very, um, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, even when you do have curly hair, right, you, you sh just, just, you know, getting more education uh, and knowledge for curly hair. If we did want to straighten our hair, I mean, this is great because we can wear our hair the way we want to wear our hair, right? right? So there, there are a lot of products out there right now that helps protect our hair if yeah. we wanted to go back to natural curly, wavy um, or really coily hair. So there are, I appreciate that there are things that we could use to protect our hair so we can wear it any way we want to wear it, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I've, I like similar to you, I've gone through so many different hairstyles, you know, I, I switch hairstyles like, like you, like I switch eyeglass frames. So I, I just think it's empowering to hear, especially since straight hair has been highlighted as a standard of beauty in our society for a long time, to be able to, to embrace other uh, ways of wearing our hair naturally for different cultures. Now I'd like to actually explore next your work with gray blending. Um, I know for me, that's another thing that we've worked on, Sherry. Um, I told you that I was ready to see what it would be like to grow out my grays, which is a really taboo thing in our community and, and really a lot of um, communities, right? And so a lot of that has to do with this fear of aging or just this built-in emphasis more so on youth, right? And wanting to extend youth. So many of our um, moms and aunties and lolas and even friends either pull out their gray hairs. I know um, I used to have aunties that would say, oh, can you pull this gray hair out of my head? Or, or I know with my mom, she would dye it often. So similar to wearing our hair naturally, how did you acquire the gray blending techniques that you apply with, with your clients and use it to empower um, your clients to embrace, embrace aging? You know, it started when uh, my gray hair blending started with my clients that started graying earlier, like in their 20s. And so I, I wanted to, like my style of hairstyling and cuts and color is to make that style last longer 
So I, I want to make sure that my haircuts are blending, my color tones are, are lasting longer. So these are like long lasting options for my clients. Uh, so what I do with gray blending is that my client has to, like you, when you came in and you're like, I'm ready. You know, my client has to be ready to see their natural hair at its its natural color with their grays growing out. I usually say like, oh, look, your platinum blondes are growing out naturally now. Like maybe it's time we transition into highlights. I call them baby lights or gray blending. And that's when you kind of start to transition to where I say, look, if if you are naturally graying in those parts, that means that's where I'm going to add your highlights. So it's kind of telling me as the artist that this is where it's going to be placed. So as your grays grow out, it grows into the color that I'm applying. So it just blends in and you don't really have to do your hair color like every two weeks. My mom used to do her hair every two weeks just to cover up. And like you talked about aging, she stopped doing her hair color when she retired because she felt that if I don't color my hair, I will look so old at work and they will probably, you know, stereotype me like I'm too slow or I'm not doing my job right because I'm too old. So, yeah. I mean, I respected my mom for like, okay, waiting until she was ready and retired. So she didn't, she was doing it literally every two weeks and that was just too much for her hair. Um, we talk about wellness and, and self-care and there are options. Um, I like going off the scalp when it comes to my color options only because, um, you know, there are cancer causing products in these items also. So mm -hmm. if it's not set into the skin that long, then it's just easier to be off the scalp for, for my color processes. And it's just healthier, I think. Mm, yeah, I know you started to talk about uh, chemicals and products and our mutual friend, the late Soraya Medina was uh, really influential in, in you looking at the ingredients in your products. We had featured an episode on her at the begin the end of the last year to close off our, uh, our year. Um, can you tell us about, I think that's a pretty uh, proactive approach in in cosmetology, can you tell us about, yeah, your journey with that and how it's been? Yeah, you know, over the years, you know, you, you see a lot of, you know, awareness towards it. Um, starting off in cosmetology school, everything was like chemical based. You know, we didn't talk about low toxic chemicals, um, trying to eliminate some of them. When Soraya had reached out to me probably a year before, a year or two before, she had transitioned, she was asking me questions like, hey, you know, would you like to um, talk to me about certain things that you do use that are chemical based or things that you think could be eliminated? And she worked for a company that helped um, get rid of the toxic items in a lot of like nail polishes, for instance. And I thought about what she had said. And when she had transitioned, I thought, you know what, this is something I eventually want to create as my own hair care line, eliminating certain, you know, chemicals that can cause cancer. 
and in recent like um, hair care products, they've been telling me that people have been telling me like, hey, Sherry, I like using this because this doesn't have this particular ammonia in this or we're trying to eliminate ammonia, but there's also ingredients that still contain ammonia when it comes to like graying hair or colors to put into the hair that could be that could have a little less i mean it's hard to eliminate certain things as i spoke to soraya about and it's not really eliminating it it's um trying to control different ways to lessen the toxicity that is going into our bodies that we are inhaling that um, i'm glad i'm still wearing a mask at work too when i mix color i still have my mask on so i don't have to inhale certain products um, and i have other ways to go about not putting chemicals on the scalp and i am also looking for low toxic chemicals also um, for you for instance like we, you've just been using like maybe a shampoo or conditioner to like brighten up those grays and different colors like purple, lavender. Um, I've had friends that would do a red shampoo or conditioning shampoo. So it's been a lot of fun to have like natural gray hair where you can just kind of wash it in and then it just kind of washes out and you're free to do other colors. Yeah, it's, been, it's definitely been fun. And I think I was like reading the ingredients of the bottle and there's um, plant-based ingredients in it too, which is kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever um, see any like research or texts about that talk about the correlation between chemicals, um, hair chemicals and cancer since you brought that up? Well, I, I see that when women are putting the ammonia in their on their scalp every two weeks that's a concern because it has to sit on the scalp for at least 30 to 45 minutes and that goes into the bloodstream you know i've had some clients that are highly allergic to some of these hair care products if it is plant-based it is much better i mean it does smell when you apply it but i mean if there's you know the standard of beauty and care for for you know Age, you know, it's this whole aging society is that um, it's a, it's upon the individual when they are learning to accept what they want to have, how they want to look. I think this whole like gray blending techniques and, and blonding to gray, it was a huge, huge trend. And it that trend became like so popular. And then when the pandemic hit, everyone stopped coloring their hair and they started growing out their, their natural gray hair. It was kind of like, maybe it was time for people to understand, like, it's time to go more natural this, this route. Yeah, you were saying that there were also some like social media sites that you would check of like people wearing their hair, gray hair out. Yes, there's a hashtag called Silver Sisters, which I thought was very empowering for a lot of women to start going into silver graying hair i'm glad that we're still on this topic of aging actually uh, because we did get a submission from one of our uh, the members of our community um shout out to omar for posing a question so omar had asked um and this is a good representation for our, our male identified audience 
is a shaved head on a Filipino man, an instant sign that he's old. <laughs> uh, and he said, asking for myself. So let's go ahead and answer this one for Omar. I, and others, and other male-identifying clients, yes. I, I don't believe it's it's a sign of being old. It's really upon style, really. I To me, personally, I think it's about uh, personal style. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's different. When I did ask a friend of mine who, who didn't shave his, his head once and he felt offended, he's like, sure, you can't tell me. I should go get a haircut right now because, you know, I, it, this is male, you know, pattern baldness, you know? So he's like, just, uh, just, you can't talk about bald men and, and when they should shave their heads. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, because I'm not a barber, I'm a hairstylist. So when guys come in and, you know, I don't, I don't really do that for a lot of, of men, although boys are coming in, younger boys are coming in wanting to go and to shave their head, not all the way down, but more so in like a number one and then bleaching it out. So, I mean, it's more trend, you know, bald men being fully bald is more of a trend now too. So when it grows out just a little bit, have fun and diet, diet, whatever color you wanna want to do it's been a lot of fun i've seen a lot of mullet mullets too with men having receding hairlines i you know it's it's not what you wear it's how you wear it i think that's how i look at it i definitely agree with that i've seen that in other cultures and countries it's just like body positivity and you know it's such a thing you know in in other countries and and we're starting to gain footing on that here so there you go omar yes it's not a sign of being old it's just a style quote unquote sherry young that's right that's right (laughs) well sherry we're grateful to have you talk to our community about hair beauty and self-care this has been an informative first half so far thank you all for joining us for season two of philippine x in wellness we're talking with sherry young hairdresser and co-owner of the Artform Studio with her husband, Adrian Young. Please stay tuned. Feel free to take a quick stretch, refill your water or tea. We'll be right back after this quick break.
Welcome back to Philippine X and Wellness. You were just listening to the first part of the remix of Stop and Look and You Have Found Love by Adrian Young presenting the Delphonics. You can help support Adrian by following him on Instagram at Adrian Young with the E at the end. As mentioned at the beginning of our episode, Adrian Young is Sherry's husband and the co-owner of the art form studio Salon and Record Shop. You can find more of Adrian's music through at Linear Labs Music on Instagram, where his album, The American Negro, is available for purchase off of his link tree. And that's link TR uh, period EE for those of you um, that don't know and would like to learn something new. Um, there you can also find various ways to stream his music via Amazon Prime, the Invisible Blackness podcast, Bandcamp, and YouTube. For upcoming events, check out at Jazz is Dead on Instagram. I love the Jazz is Dead series, by the way, <laughs> this past summer. I think I went to like three of them. So quick so plug. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, so props to our Philippine ex-musicians and partners out there laying down the tracks and the events, all of the above. <laughs> Returning from our break, we've been talking with Sherry Young about hair, beauty, and self-care. Let's get into our second half, Sherry, and talk about self-care. I know this was especially important during the pandemic, as you mentioned that some of your clients were nurses. Many of them um, incorporate getting their makeup or hair done as a part of their self-care routine. Regarding wellness, how do you see your work incorporated within the realm of wellness and self-care? Well, this industry can be looked upon as being vain. You know, I see it within the realm of wellness and self-care. When I did speak to a lot of the nurses that did come in during the pandemic, I mean, they were so exhausted. They were, they you know, they needed, they needed help to kind of relax and feel better. And so, you know, coming to get your hair done, um, we were, we were closed for like months, you know, it was, it was very um, upsetting that I couldn't work and, and be there for my community of people that needed self-care. Um, but I did go online for some of my clients to kind of help them, you know, with cutting their kids hair. There was this one nurse, he was like, I can't make it to you. I know you're closed again, but I really need to cut my kids hair. And so there were twins and I helped him cut their kids hair on, on a zoom call. So oh, that's that creative. was, yeah, he did one kid first, learned that. And then he did the other kid um, right after. So, and yeah, he works um, as a nurse and you know, a mm-hmm. lot of friends that are nurses too, that had to, you know, seek therapy during these t- those times. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you came on as um, on your clubhouse, it was very helpful to hear a lot of the nurses express how they felt, um, you know, being shut down as an industry that wasn't an essential business or yeah. deemed as an essential business was tough. I mean, I think we all needed our hairstylists or who are our therapists, you know, when it comes to our own self-care and, and wellness. 
Yeah, oh gosh, so many layers that you unpacked in that response just there. I mean, first of all, shout out to Rianne, our co-founder, who <clears throat> is a registered nurse and really pushed for that episode to talk about nurses on the front line. Front line. So I wanted to just do a quick shout out, Rianne, if you're listening. And also, <laughs> and also, I I think, you know, I really liked also how you talked about um, your male client, male identifying clients, because we haven't t- uh, touched too much about them in this episode. So why don't we kind of segue into that a little bit? Um, I wanted to actually know what does self care look like? Um, do you, you work with a lot of male clients? And what does that look like for them in regards to self care, you know, and getting their haircuts? So most majority of my male clientele have thick hair or <laughs> wavy hair or curly hair okay uh, I see I I, I want to say like at least every four weeks four to six weeks I have multiple guys that just come in because their hair is just so thick and especially during the summer they they needed um they needed that because when you feel like you're just weighted down with so much hair and you're extra hot for them this is grooming for them you know they they look at it as sometimes they think it's weird that women don't get their hair done as often as men because they're like why you you mean you only get your hair done every six months that's so weird like i have to get it once a month and so when my client said that i was like oh i mean that's that's a part of male grooming and wellness for men when they come in to get their their hair done. I thought that was really interesting. Um, During the pandemic though, men that couldn't get their hair cuts uh, decided to just grow their hair out. And I think I had multiple guys when they saw the Squid Games Uh reference a lot of, uh, it was like certain parts of this, the lead character's hair as he got older and, and just grew his hair out so the way he had it was like wavy and textured and I think two or three three of my clients just said you know what during the pandemic I let my hair out and I let it grow can you help me achieve this type of style because I think it's pretty cool that my hair can do that now because they didn't know their hair was wavy because they would just buzz it all off you know every month so I thought that was interesting that like three of my clients were like, I want my hair just like this. Cause that guy is so cool. <laughs> They're going for that beach wave look too. Hey? Yeah. It was <laughs> so much fun. They're like, I love my hair. Although like, I want to say now that they can get their hair cut more often, they let mm-hmm. go of their, their long hair. And because it was so hot right now, they're just like, I'm over it. I don't think <laughs> I can see you more now. I'm vaccinated. I feel good. Um, we can still wear masks, so it, it does still feel safe to, you know, come in to get a haircut. Um, but that was for a lot of the men. They they would rather get their haircuts more often than women do. Yeah. And then also during the pandemic, was, I felt like it, every, all the male-identified um, um individuals out there were just even like letting their facial hair grow out it was like (laughs) let it all grow out right I feel like 
you got uh, women growing out their grades and then uh, for the the men out there they're like let it just all grow out <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah yeah that is right. true <laughs> You also talked, you know, I, I what I really liked in your last answer too, Sherry, is you've also talked about some of your clients kind of going to the salon and that was their therapy. And and I also wanted to kind of dig deeper into that question as working in a salon, do you also feel like you play the role of a therapist um, for your clients? I think so. I think they they look for... Um, sometimes like just someone to listen to them, you know, when they're having a bad day, um, if they feel like their hair is so weighted down and I feel like sometimes their, their days are weighted down and they just talk about it and say, you know what, I'm just feeling heavy these days. Coming back from the pandemic, I felt a lot of that weight on a lot of individuals and it was, it was pretty strong. I had a couple people that couldn't stay in my chair for too long and then had asked me like I think I'm ready to go you know and I said okay you know let me just blow dry really uh quick and style it in a way that is good for you as you walk out and and it was you know they I still see a lot of them and they feel better as like days had gone through the pandemic and sometimes I look to them for therapy sometimes. A lot of my clients do seek, you know, professional therapists or, or have them in their lives. And they've offered tools that they have learned and shared with me too. Like one great tool was breathing. And she said, if oh, yeah. you can't control anything else in your life, Sherry, Everything. you can control your breathing. And that just gave me such a really good input on my wellness. And I thought that is so true. Just breathing is the biggest form of therapy before getting into starting anything that can create anxiety, stress. Um, it's, it's a really good way of, of approaching certain situations is to breathe before getting into any type of situation I mean anything we teach it in the schools um I work in education folks and and also I I apply it a lot when I'm working out I realize when it comes to like strenuous workouts or you know even for women that give labor like breathing is everything right yes yes I've incorporated now um, an aromatherapy spray when I do cleanse and condition my clients mm-hmm. hair and I tell them to breathe deep when I am scalp massaging so oh. that is something that I'm now incorporating into my my services I love it I look forward to my next appointment with you yeah so experience that yeah see because when you're breathing too it it reminds me to breathe too so I've, yeah. I've noticed that when massage therapists do get into that motion, that they are breathing with you also. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. I mean, you also brought up like uh, the impact of the pandemic on small businesses. And thank you for saying that, because that's just an inspiration for a future episode. Um, I know we don't have time in this episode, but I definitely want to talk about wellness with small businesses. So 
that's such, such a good inspirational topic that you you shared with us. Yeah, so thank you. Um, I want to go into now back to circle back to your bio at the beginning of our episode when we talked about Artform Studio being both a salon and a record store. And uh, you also shared with me that um, you're taking DJing classes at yeah. the Beat Junkies Institute of Sound. Shout out to them. Yes. Uh, so talk, tell me about how you came up with this concept. I think it's pretty unique. And uh, what inspired you to incorporate the two? Well, I love music. Um, when my husband, Adrian, and I, when we got together, I was a hairstylist and he was a DJ. You know, he's an instrumentalist and and started working with more pro music production later on. So our business is now 16 years old. Oh and God. I know it's, it's amazing. And I, I'm glad we collaborated together through both our careers, you know, our career paths. He's also... Right. Um, you know, during his his journey into music, I also did photography. I did hair, makeup, wardrobe styling for his music videos. For instance, watching that, you know, Stop and Look video, I did hair, makeup, um, helped put together looks for, you know, the, the actors in the video. And we're both artists. And I, I'm so happy that we get to collaborate and share what we love, you know, within the world of beauty and melody into our community of people. Um, the way I met you, Cheryl, was from Adrian's like club, you know? I yeah. After a long day at work doing hair, I just wanted to go out and dance and listen to great music and DJs. My favorite DJs in LA, Adrian was, was a part of this DJ crew called Bridges. And, you know, the DP sound crew, they were the guys I met um, when I, got, I guess, you know, started clubbing and enjoying music that they would oh, the spin on records, right? And it was yeah. records, what we listened to back then. Now it's more Serato. And yeah. um, I think being a hairstylist, as I'm working with physical, you know, um, items, records to me during the pandemic i couldn't touch anybody so um another way of getting through my therapeutic moments was listening to music music to me is like the easiest way to just the easiest way to be therapeutic is to listen to music it's your quickest escapism mm. and during that time i was really down and our business partner, Andrew, Andrew Lojero from Art Don't Sleep, he's the one that is our event manager. Yeah. He is, you know, managing a lot of jazz. I mean, he he is the jazz is dead. He presents jazz is dead. He's created so many um, great platforms for DJs. Right. Um, he has Artform Radio. We started Artform Radio, and he's the curator of all these DJs. And he's basically saying, like, Cher, you should just spin records. I mean... You're not working right now. Share the records that you have at Artform. And that's how I came to love DJing is through the art of music through records. So it's just like a natural transition, it sounds like. It's a lot of fun. It's still fun. And I, I go about uh, calling it my Artforms of Yesterday uh, sessions right. where I go about 
the physical item of the LP cover design. So I do talks on types of LP cover designs. At first it started with hair and makeup and wardrobe styling. And then it became like, oh, I see album covers with hands in them. And then it was something that I incorporated in my DJ, radio DJ um, sessions. And I called that session Touch because at that time during the pandemic, we couldn't touch anybody, but music was touching us all emotionally at that time. So that's when I started incorporating album covers into my DJ and radio sets. Mm, nice. Um, do you have episodes um, where or the link that you could share for people to access your episodes or a website? Yeah, it would be on worldwidefm.net and mm-hmm. you could search of my full name, Sherry Young, with an E at the end. And it's on like their mix cloud. It's archived for about, I think I've been doing it for about a year now. And I have the next one coming up the fifth Thursday of this month in September. Yay, that's my birthday week. Is it? Ah, Nice. Yeah, listen in for that one. That'll be fun. (laughs) So for members of our community that are looking to book appointments with you physically or watch classes or tutorials either online or in your studio, what are some upcoming classes or events that you can share with us? So upcoming classes, um, Artform Academy is ongoing. That's something that's on, you can book online with me personally. You have to um, send like a notification first, like what type of learning um, when it comes to hair or makeup is what um, we go over. Most of the time, it's really geared towards my stylist and certain clients that want to learn how to, you know, just get into styling their curly hair um, or like product knowledge of what types of products that they need to to use to enhance their their hairstyle. I'm on IGTV um, on different platforms um, and that has helped a lot of my clients during the pandemic Um, and even now because a lot of people I know had moved to the East Coast or they've moved to different parts of the country they can also go online and we can have a one-on-one tutorial on how to, you know, book different things outside of being in the salon. But being in the salon, you can go on my website and book um, different types of styles with me. Do you have any, like, what's your specialty? If, if you have, like, do you have anything that you specialize in or is all of the above? You know, it's all hair all hair textures, all curl patterns, and gray blending. I think those are like my top specialties at the moment because I have I, I, I have this one woman who has gray hair and has curly hair, and she wants to add, you know, different colors to her hair. So it's kind of like all three is all incorporated in my, like, you know, specialties. Nice. For our audience listening from other regions, do you have other hairstylists that you'd like to shout out or recommend who approach hair or beauty from a similar angle as yours? You know, a lot of my members here at Artform uh, were a team of individuals that love to work on all textures and types of hair. And my Diva Curl Academy team in the East Coast, like they're really going the distance right now in hair education when it comes to all curl patterns. 
that's been really like my I've learned so much from them from the East Coast with curly hair it's different from styling it from the East Coast because of the humidity and how dry it is here in the West Coast so it's been very informative to really keep in contact with a lot of them and you can find a lot of these diva curl stylists on their website okay is that divacurl.com yes okay before we close, we always like to ask our guests, what are your own wellness practices? So Sherry, you're a mom, you're a spouse, you're a business owner. Where and how do you find the time for your own self-care routines? And we ask this because we want to know, you know, how you could inspire our audience and others that are listening. So I go by five points of priority. My five points of priority when it comes to wellness is health, love, finance, organize, and clean. So when it comes to health, I'm doing checkpoints of like, okay, did I eat well today? Did I sleep enough hours? I usually sleep, I have to sleep between six to eight hours. And, you know, drinking water, um, drinking water is really, really helpful for me because I also have arthritis. It's hereditary. <laughs> I have gout just like my father now. Um, and I've just been really watching um, certain things that I should be eating and should be drinking more of. I just started seeing this acupuncturist and he's really helped me um, through my eczema. And um, it was just very informative that this man was just you know, it's Eastern medicine is really important too, um, not to discredit Western, but both elements are very, very important. Um, that's the health part of what I go through. Um, love, the love portion of my priority list is loving myself, how I look, how do I want to wear my hair today? What am I going to do with my makeup? Um, a lot of the times I still wear my mask, so I don't really do a lot of makeup really. Um, if I'm full-faced in front of people, I'll, I'll wear maybe lip gloss um, and my eyeliner that I've been really having fun with, different color eyeliner. Um, yeah. Health, love. Oh, we wardrobe. Love we love that picture, <laughs> by the way, of that when you had your white eyeliner. That was oh, that was so much fun. So and fun. I've been wearing um, a lot of like, well, today I, I wanted to honor like Philippinex Wellness to wear my uh, Filipino beads, coconut beads from yeah. Cebu that my friend had had brought me, and my um my lady barong that I wore today too to um you know on this this Filipino platform, uh and I've just been like finding a lot of vintage items too that are made from the Philippines, made mm. from the Philippines, uh you know our culture. For, for a long time, a lot of us, you know, I feel like it's more accepted to talk about where you come from and where all of these, you know, beautiful artifacts and, and things that come from our, you know, background. It's really important to share. Yeah. Well, as we begin to close, Sherry, how can our listeners find you if you have, if they have additional questions? They can find me on my website, www.theartformstudio.com. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram, so you can find me at Sherry Young. 
um, with an E at the end from Young, and also at the Artform Studio on Instagram and TikTok. That would be the underscore Artform underscore Studio, and I think that's I think that's how you would try to find me. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Sherry, for talking to our community about hair, beauty, and self-care. We're so honored to have featured you on our podcast for National Self-Care Month. We are excited to witness how your journey continues to unfold and are here to support you as your Philippine Exxon Wellness family. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the time and the care you share for our community, too. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Aww. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with without like supporters like you, we wouldn't be able to sustain ourselves. So it's mutual for sure. Oh, and you. to yeah, anytime. I mean, thank you. You've taken care of my own wellness too. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to you. Um, and to our listeners, look out for our next session that we will air next month. We will be featuring Dr. Christine Katipon, who will talk to our community about. Philippine X Mental Health for Filipino American History Month. Some of you may have read her articles in the Los Angeles Times, and we're so excited to have her featured next month. Um, being a licensed mental health provider, I'm definitely personally attached to this topic and would love to feature her also on our podcast for you all. As we close, we'd like to again thank our guest speaker, Sherry Young of the Artform Studio, our social media strategist, Kathleen Torrio, our designer and beat maker, Richie, for your consent to use your tracks on our show, Adrian Young and the Delphonics for consent to use your remix, remix track, Stop and Look and You Have Found Love, that you heard during our break. Our advisors, Allison De La Cruz, Rian De Los Reyes, and uh, Safo Teologo. Our community partners is Filipino American Life, SoCal Filipinos, and Trek Table. And all of our community members for your shares and support. As always, we'll share more about our guest speakers' offerings on our Instagram stories and highlights for permanent access with any of their upcoming events. Be sure to follow us at Philippine X and Wellness on Instagram, Facebook, and Apple Podcasts, and on Twitter, again, at PhilippineX, the letter N, well, followed by the letters N and S. Don't forget to continue to hit the subscribe button on our Philippine X and Wellness YouTube channel. Thank you always for believing in us. Be well, everyone. Continue to take care of yourselves and each other. Duro gid nga salamat. Salamat. Yeah. Yeah.